In this episode of the podcast, we're talking to Joe Drew, who is the co-founder of a Sydney-based business that's making money from your wheelie bin. episode 21. Welcome back guys. Appreciate how you tuning in to another episode. Thanks for having me in your earbuds, in your eardrums, coming out of your car stereo, wherever it might be. Really do appreciate it. Big show today guys, big interview and I don't mean big as in time wise or length. I mean big as in content as in awesome story as in fun times to be had really hope you enjoy this interview today we are talking to one of the co-founders of a sydney-based business his name's joe drew and along with his business partner amos they started a business around moving people's wheelie bins for my international audience, we're talking about trash cans. We call them wheelie bins here in Australia, big plastic bins, chuck your rubbish in, they go out, the garbos empty them, you know the drill. But these guys have come up with a great way to provide a service to people with their wheelie bins, and I'm going to let Joe tell you all about that story. But before we do jump into it, I just want to say... Thanks very much for everybody that has tuned in. If you've left a rating and review in iTunes, I really do appreciate it. Keep them coming, guys, because you know that if you do leave a rating and review, I will read it out on an upcoming episode. So make sure you give yourself a bit of a plug, leave your website, leave your business name, and we'll give you a little bit of exposure, a little bit of international exposure on the podcast. Thanks to everybody who has also been interacting uh, with me on Snapchat and my social media channels. Really do appreciate it. Thanks for helping grow the Open for Business brand. Really looking forward to pumping out some great content in the next few weeks. It's going to be a bit more video based, so keep an eye out for it. And uh, you'll also be seeing me pop up on Facebook Live as well. So I will keep you in uh, informed of all the details, what you can expect coming up. But now it's time for the interview with Joe. And uh, had a lot of fun recording this one. He was actually good enough to take the time out of his day to... He was actually out uh, for tea with his friends and uh, it was time to record the interview and he said, you know what, let's do it. We uh, hooked up a Skype call over our iPhones and uh, he jumped outside and we recorded the interview. So there's a little bit of ambient noise in the background. You can hear some people chattering, some glasses chinking and uh, I think it really adds to the interview. I really enjoyed it. So... The Skype does uh, give us a couple of glitches every now and again, but as you guys know, I don't edit my interviews. I just let them run, and uh, you guys get to hear it as it is. So without any further to do, here's the interview with Joe Drew from My Bins. Hey, um, the first question that I always ask all the guests to jump on the show is, what did you always want to be when you grew up? Oh, it's such a, such a big question. When I was a, a little kid, I actually wanted to be a... I think a cartoonist was the first thing I wanted to be when I grew up. I okay. I love drawing and 
being creative and stuff. But uh, nice. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I never really followed through on that one. You sort of <laughs> go to school and you study different things and you go to uni and it all sort of pans out. Do you still draw out a few cartoons every now and again? Oh, yeah, I've got a little scrapbook that I keep in my room. Nice, do a little bit every now and again. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Um, hey, so uh, tell us a little bit about your, your background, sort of before you started your business and the, the types of things you're into before it all started. Yeah, so um, before I started the business, I I, um, I finished high school and I went to university. I studied um, a bachelor degree, a bachelor of business, and I majored in finance and marketing. Okay. I really wanted to work in a um, yeah in an office around finance that my I've always been yeah pretty driven and always really wanted to build wealth and, and be yep. successful so I thought maybe working in finance would be the best way to do that because working around money and being in money I, I just thought that was the way you did it so yeah I, I studied finance and I um after my degree I I got a job in the industry and I probably oh I lasted only six or 12 months to, uh, I just I just didn't really like it I didn't like being behind the desk all day I didn't like just bashing out emails and being on the phone and oh, I just really didn't enjoy it at all so um yeah, I, I I pulled the pin on that, and um, yeah, Amos, my my good friend, who um, we we started the business together, and um, the rest is history. We just thought maybe we'd be a good team working together, and so um, yeah, here we awesome. are. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Did you so? Did you enjoy the uni course itself? Yeah, so I learned a lot at uni. I think a lot of skills that I've got now came from the course, around not so much the finance part of my degree but maybe the marketing side of things help yeah, me how okay. to um you know find new clients and um reach out especially like business to business stuff because we do a lot with real estate agents and strata managers and yeah um yeah so it was pretty cool um learning a lot through the marketing side of my degree and um yeah i think it's helped me a lot now um it's a shame we've got a big hex debt <laughs> following <laughs> me around but that's all right <laughs> hey mate you're running your own business things will be all right <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, awesome. So uh, I can hear you're out and about tonight. Can you tell us what you're up to? Yeah, I'm just up at the um, just up the street with a couple of friends. We're out for dinner, so I've nice. just uh, I've come out the front. But uh, uh, yeah, yesterday being Australia Day, everyone's a little bit dusty and sort of the hair of the dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Just blowing out the wounds. cobwebs, eh? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Very nice. So for everybody who's <laughs> listening in, uh, you you live in Sydney. You're based in Sydney. Yeah, so um, I grew up on the northern beaches. Um, now I live on the lower north shore, for anyone who knows Sydney very well. Yeah. Um, and our client um, base and sort of catchment that we service is all of the northern beaches. And then when I actually moved to the lower north shore, that's when we sort of expanding into this neck of the woods. We just saw another opportunity um, that we weren't really aware of until I sort of was living amongst it. So yep. now we're out here and, yeah, the business just keeps continuing to grow it's, it's pretty cool awesome so can you tell us a little bit about the business how did the where did the idea come from how did it all start what's the story behind it yeah so amos and i um we actually met we worked at a, an it company together and he was the sort of marketing guy and i was the sales guy and we got along really well and it was um it was after i think a year or two of working together that we realized that we were yeah, we were doing it quite a lot and we realized we should just be doing this sort of work for ourselves. You're good at marketing and I'm good at signing up new clients, so let's let's give it a crack. Um, it wasn't yeah. until we just sat down behind a couple of beers and thought, what are we actually going to do? Um, we knew we wanted a business where we'd have lots of clients on a low price, sort of recurring revenue kind of structure. Um, okay. 
So we knew what type of business we wanted to run, but we didn't know exactly what we wanted to do. Um, the bins came later. We just go, well, we could take people's bins out to the street and that would be like a weekly ongoing service that we could um, do for all of these customers. So we just thought, why not? Let's give it a crack. And next minute we're moving like thousands and thousands of bins. It's crazy. Oh, that's fantastic. And, hey, look, I, uh, I first heard uh, your story back on uh, the Small Business Big Marketing podcast. You, uh, you yeah. spoke to Timbo Reid last year. and um, I did. I, I love I the um, – I don't know, it was just it – it's such an Aussie thing to do, like starting your own business <laughs> and just taking out people's bins and you're making – like you've turned it into a business. Like it, I, uh, I absolutely love the episode, but what I didn't realize was the fact that you and Amos decided to, to go into business together before you had an idea of what it was really going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's exactly right. So we knew that we could – we just got any idea. We didn't even care, really care what it was. We just needed an, an idea. We would just chase it and make it work. So. Yeah, see, that's awesome because uh, so, often a lot of the time we're talking about, you know, you if you've got the solution to a problem or you can think up a business idea, that all sort of comes before you build the business or decide who you want to work with you, whereas you've sort of yeah. gone the reverse. You, you know, you've t- said to your best mate, hey, let's start a business, and then you went about brainstorming what you could do. Yeah. Um, well, I think uh, I read somewhere just recently that, as we move forward, I think that the trend is uh, um, for new businesses starting up, I think the, the trend is outsourcing just home duties. So more people are hiring gardeners and more people are hiring cleaners and they're getting the groceries delivered and all that yeah. sort of stuff. We've got the pool cleaner and the gutter cleaner and the windows are getting done. It's like no one wants to do stuff at their home because they're so busy at work and hanging out with friends and going out for dinner and they don't want to do those those pesky tasks around the house. So I think moving the bins and yeah, make sure they're not... Not to do dirty is just another one of those jobs that people don't like doing. So in a couple of years down the track, my bins could turn into you know my home services or something like that. <laughs> well, yeah, when we first started it out, and um, we'd only been going for a month or so, and the phone just kept ringing, and we're signing up more and more homes like every day. We um, the plan was originally to have yeah my bins and my mowing and my cleaning and sort of like a gym's franchise structure. Yes, and um, and that's still something that's on the cards for us. We've registered all of those names and. Um, yeah, we might revisit that down the track, but for the time being, we're just so so busy doing what we're doing now that um, we haven't had a chance to revisit it just yet. Awesome. So for, for anybody who's listening outside of Australia, we're talking about uh, the big garbage bins that uh, go out each week and get emptied by uh, the local garbos. But what's sort of involved in the business? What do you do apart from, do you actually go and take the bins from the person's house and put them out on the street yourselves? And, and what else sort of do you do? Yeah, so... Um... So each week in Sydney and basically anywhere across Australia, I know different countries have different ways of managing their waste at houses and businesses and stuff, but in Australia in particular, um, your rubbish bins and recycling bins are generally emptied once a week, whether it be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So where we come in is that we will come the day before your bins are due to be collected and we'll take them out for you. And then the garbo comes around and he... all of your rubbish and recycling away uh, into their truck and then we'll come around in the afternoon and bring your bins back in for you. So um, it's awesome. it started off just being um, a really popular service for elderly and disabled people who are just struggling, they, like physically couldn't do it themselves and manage the bins, especially yeah. with steep driveways and long stairs and stuff. Yeah, um, great idea. Since, since, um, more, yeah, since more and more people have become aware of our service, it's um, starting to become uh, quite popular with... A, apartment blocks um especially strata title unit blocks okay because um, they've, they've got 10 20 30 50 
bins. Yep. Um, and, you know, if you're just renting an apartment, um, it shouldn't be your job to take out the bins for every apartment in the building. So um, it's just another one of those jobs that they can outsource and awesome. yeah, make it easy for everyone. So what is, is the business model? Is that sort of a membership thing or is it per week or how do you work that? Yeah, so the way we work it, um, with the Strata um, clients, we invoice every month. So in the middle of the month, they receive an invoice for the entire month. Um, we don't really, really like to operate in, around locking contracts or anything like that. Um, I know they say to increase the value of your business, you want to lock in your clients and put them on a contract because for a potential person looking to buy your business down the track, they want to see that your clients are locked in and they're not going to you know, follow you somewhere else or cancel their or like yeah. leave the service as soon as you sell the business. So I know you're supposed to have contracts in place, but um, it's just not really not the way we like to operate in business. We like to be pretty cruisy and, um, you know, if, if they're not happy as a customer of ours, then we'd be fine to see them go. That's fine. Yeah. We want to be friends with all of our clients. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, great point. Can you wrap some yeah. numbers around the business? Like how many employees have you got? And what sort of area do you cover? Yeah, so um, there's eight staff now. Um, if you're looking at a map of Sydney or you know the Sydney area very well, we operate from about the Harbour Bridge, so North Sydney, Kirribilli, Lavender Bayish, yep. up to about um, Chatswood and then diagonally across to Newport, which is up the end of the Northern Beaches and down. Okay. Um, so we, we cover about six or eight councils um, and we move the bins in those areas every week. Um, but for bin cleaning, we cover a slightly bigger area because... With bin cleaning, you can charge a little bit more for your service, so um, we don't mind driving a little bit further if it's just for um, just to clean some bins. Because if we're moving them, we only charge a dollar a bin that we move. Um, so for, for us to grow into new areas, we really need to drum up a bit of business and um, sort of like a, a volume game there because we can't drive for half an hour and take out five bins and then drive all the way back because mm, we lose money yeah. on fuel and petrol and stuff. So. Okay. Um, our bin, bin cleaning catchment is slightly bigger than I've been moving, but it's slowly they're expanding together. And um, yeah, hopefully by the end of the year we will have expanded across the Harbour Bridge. Um, we want to start serving the, servicing the inner west and the eastern suburbs. We get a lot of inquiries from um, Bondi and around the city as well. Mate, to, um, mate, to be honest, yeah. I hope you can expand all the way down to Shepparton in Victoria because I'll get you to take <laughs> out my bin for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks, mate. I'm sure it's just a matter of time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we want to cover everywhere. So I reckon I could rustle up uh, time, quite thanks. a few people here in Shep to, uh, to put their hand up for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I might get there. You might get an email through a couple of numbers. Yeah, yeah exactly. We'll, we'll start area. spreading the word. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> yeah, can't wait. So, Joe, what's it like to run your own business? I mean, um, for you and Amos, what's it allowed you to do? Like, you know, what's what's a day or a week in in your life like now, just running your own business? Yeah, so well, it's actually changed quite a lot. Um, when we first started the business, we were doing all of the work, so we went from doing. You know, all of the marketing and all of the accounting and all of the physical moving and cleaning of the bins and doing the rubbish removals and everything ourselves. Some pretty so long like days, real, isn't it? Yeah, there were big days and it was a bit of a juggling act and pretty physically, like, exhausting as well. But um, that's, what, that's, like, the thing with running your own business. You, you get to, like, this, this point you realize, wow, we're making, like, real money now. We can afford to hire someone. And then you mm. hire another person and another person. And then you go from doing all of the work to just being able to just allocate certain roles to certain people and everyone just sort of owns that job. And um, so, yeah, when we first started, we went from doing a, a lot of everything to now we just do sort of a little bit of a lot. And um, Amos and I spend our days in the warehouse now. Uh, we've got a little warehouse where we take all the trucks and sort of some computers and stuff. Yeah, nice. And um, 
So rather than jumping in the cars and physically being out on the road and doing all the heavy labour, we've got um, a really good team of guys out there now and it allows Amos, to just be, Amos and I to be on the phones and yeah. doing marketing and replying to emails in a, in a sort of a on time rather than over a couple of days. And, yeah, I can imagine. Um, so it's really good. It's allowed us to be much, as the business has grown, we've gotten from being really on point, really professional with everyone who's inquired and has signed up to, we sort of died off as we got too busy and we couldn't manage both of those tasks. And now we're, we're coming back to, yeah. Oh, that's being, awesome. Um, yeah, mastering the admin side of things as well. So you've good. been able to scale it to the point where you can step back and work more on the business rather than in it, so to speak. That's exactly right. And that was, oh, when I first started my business, I always wanted to be, I thought that was going to be like it was going to be like that from the beginning. I thought I'll start my own business, it'll be cruisy. I'll go for a surf and then go to the cafe and hang out. But <laughs> it's pretty full on at first. It's like super living the busy dream. And you're working, yeah. You work every day and it's yeah, it's really full on. But um, yeah. As the business grows, you can sort of step back a bit and just watch it um build on its own. To some no, it's so degree. good. I um in um in 2015, I actually went across to Europe for for um five yeah. or six months with my with my partner and. We had a really excellent time there, so that's just proof that, um, yeah, if you stick it out for long enough and you're, you're building clients and they're happy with the service, you can sort of step away and take a holiday. And I was, <laughs> I was going to, I was going to, uh, I was going to ask you about pays that off. with the, um, you know, you have taken six months holiday and uh, you've gone for a bit of a trip around the world. Is that, is that um, because of the business? Has the business allowed you to sort of take that longer period of time off? Yeah. So. Uh, it did. I think really the staff are the ones to thank the most because really good bunch of guys and they all sort of band together and a really good team and um, they understand like what is expected of them each day and yeah. they just go out there and get it done and you know now with the with internet and laptops and stuff I was able to just reply to quotes and send off invoices and answer questions and stuff on the fly from um from over there it was like it was, yeah exactly it worked out really well so Amos was on the ground with the phone and yeah I was overseas with the laptop and between us we there the business just continued to grow and it was really cool that's fantastic (laughs) that's awesome yeah have you had any sort of tough moments or or big learning moments like when did the business actually start what year was it ah what year was it 2012 i think it was about easter time okay uh, um, yeah um it was about march 2012 so we're heading Um, towards four years yeah almost at four years now and i think the toughest point was us for us was um, as the business was growing and we were getting busier and busier and busier and Amos and I were on the road every day to then hiring our first employee and then going, well, now we need to be able to like still juggle our workload and now we've got to manage someone and train them. And it was like this whole new spanner in the works. The whole business sort of changed overnight. Um, but um, that, one of those first guys that we hired is actually still with us now. And um, we've taken a, we're sort of taking a different direction now where we're going to start offering um, shares within the company to to, to staff, like key members of the company who have Fantastic been with us the longest. So um, that actually allows us to, um, well, they're more invested in the business, so they want to see it grow because that's their piece of the pie mm. getting worth more. And Amos and I agreed that although we're selling a share, our own shares of the business, so our slice of the pie is smaller, um, with them involved and passionate to build the business with us, then 
our smaller slice of the pie could potentially be worth more, even though um, yeah, exactly. it's smaller. Like the, their energy and stuff will help us build it. And yeah, so, I, um, I love that idea. Yeah. I love that idea about letting uh, letting your staff be more invested in in the business, and it really is yeah. a, is a win win because once once they are on board and and they're passionate about it and they want to see it succeed at that higher level than when maybe they're just an employee, it uh, it can really work out for you. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. So I've heard a couple of um, really good examples where it has worked really really well for other companies and um for me like neither am i we're, we're not we're not greedy people we're we're just out to you know just live a comfortable life so if we can help some of our staff sort of get a leg up and sort of make some good money moving forward then we'd be stoked to to help them out so awesome. yeah win-win for sure have you um when like with starting the business did you reach out to anybody have you sort of just taught yourself or have you have you just gained um, used that experience from uni, or how did you do it all? How did you get it all started? How did we do it all? Yeah, um, was it just did you talk to anybody in particular, or did you sort of know what you were doing and just roll with it? pretty much just winged it from the very beginning. We uh, we Amazon met working for an IT company um, that we sold software to small businesses so for writing their business plans and job descriptions and policies manuals and all that sort of stuff so we had a rough idea of what was involved in business and what was required in terms of like documenting staff and trading names and company structures and stuff because we dealt with it a little bit in our previous role but um, we pretty much bought a domain, registered the website built a little um, few pages over a weekend and got that up online, got a Facebook page and started telling our friends um, got a bunch of flies printed up and started door knocking and the, the rest yeah, is history. The rest is history. Yes, yeah, so you just got to get out in front of as many people as you can. Like we called the local paper. We, um, yeah, we like literally door knocked like entire suburbs and <laughs> just begged them to come on board as a client, even if it meant like a couple of months free, just to trial it out. And um, yeah, that's fantastic. Just, yeah, it's just a number. That's awesome. And people and they all are. Uh, you start to get. Yeah, and that's what I love about like you didn't have to have you know the perfect website and you didn't have to have all this awesome copy. You just you just made a start and you kept building on it and um, you, you had an awesome product to offer and, and that's built itself to where it is today. Yeah, and um and that's something I think a lot of people get stuck on. They're like, oh, I've got this really good idea for a business and I've got such a good name as well. Or how good's this name? And it's like, oh yeah, name like your name is important, I guess. But that's right. Like, get out there and knock on the door and shake people's hands and say good day and exactly. um, just get stuck in. Like the name should be one of the last things you think of. We are, we actually, our original business name was Bingo's, like B-I-N-G-O-E-S. Bingo's out, Bingo's okay. in. Okay, yeah, cool. And um, we had been going for oh, a couple of months and we got a call from Bingo Skip-Ins, B-I-N-G-O. Uh-huh. And that's their like international massive um, skipping company that are uh, yep. um, work with all the construction sites and stuff, so they're they're mega. And I got a, a call and an email from their patent lawyer in their office, and he's like, oh, no. Mate, "You're pretty close to the line here. You're gonna have to change your name." And like by the afternoon, we had a new trading name, and we just kept rolling. It's like, it's yeah, that's the last it. thing that matters. It's just like get out there and just go hard and exactly. it'll work. Yeah, awesome. Have you got any? Just before we wrap up, have you got any advice yeah. for any other people out there who who might have that idea or, or they want to start a business of their own, but they're not too sure? Have you got any advice for them? Um, I'd say to them, uh, yeah, go for it. Definitely chase chase it hard. If that's what you want to do, then do it. Um, like every morning, I wake up and I, I drive my 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 girlfriend to the to the train station. She goes off to work and. 
I just see her leave in the morning and come home in the afternoon and she's like be sitting at the desk all day and she's sort of broken. But running your own business, it's just completely different. You're not working for anyone else, you're your own boss. You don't have to answer to anyone. If you want something done differently, you do it. Um, and of course, you, your potential to earn is like much, much higher than uh, most of your friends or colleagues that are, who are working for other people. So yeah. um, I just think it's win-win. If you've, if you've got the right like sort of go-hard attitude and you, know, you can stick at something and you're not going to... Um, you know, be knocked down because, you know, a lot of people do say no, but if you're not afraid of hearing the word no a lot of times and you just keep chasing that bone, then, man, you'll make it work. It's awesome. Great advice, mate. Really appreciate you sharing. Just before we wrap up, um, you are only in certain areas of Sydney, but if anybody yeah. does want to get in touch with you or, or check out the website, what are your details? Yeah, so our website is um, www.mybins.com.au. Uh, our, our phone number is one three hundred my bins or one three hundred six nine two four six seven. We move bins out, we bring them in, uh, we clean them, and if you've got any excess rubbish, we can make that disappear as well. Awesome, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> thanks for sharing your story, mate. I had an awesome chat with you. I'll let you get back, have a few more drinks, and enjoy the rest of your night. <laughs> thanks, mate. All the best. Have a good one. So after that interview, are you feeling pumped? Do you want to start your own business? Boy, oh boy, I had heaps of motivation after I recorded that interview. It was about 9 o'clock at night after I finished that call with Joe, and I just wanted to work all night on Open for Business. I was pumped. It was awesome to hear that they had turned what was a great idea and what was a solution to a problem, and they'd gone and turned that into a business, and they're making cold, hard cash. They were employing people. Joe had just come back from a six-month holiday overseas with his girlfriend, and that was all made possible because they were running their own business and they were doing what they enjoy. They were doing what they love. They are making some cash and really, really living the lifestyle that they want to live. And uh, that is possible for each and every person out there. Each and every one, even you listening in right now, you can start a business of your own. It's not all about buying a huge big building, employing loads of people and spending all day stuck in an office. That's not what business is about. Business is about selling your product or service. It's about solving problems and you can do it any way you like. Well, I don't know about you, but uh, I'm still pumped after uh, putting this show together. I have three top learnings for this interview from Joe, and uh, I want to know what your top learning was. What did you take away from this episode? What got you fired up? Did you enjoy it? Did you hate it? Let me know. Top three learnings. Let's start with number one. Every business solves a problem. It doesn't matter what you're doing, what area it's involved in. Every business solves a problem. If you have the solution you can start a business just like Joe and Amos did. If you've got the solution to a problem, if you've got a skill that other people need, you can start a business right now. It's possible. Learning number two, don't worry about the finer details. Just get out there, get building and make things happen. As Joe mentioned in that interview, they uh, their business first started out. It was uh, Bin Goes was the name of the company. Bin goes in, Bin goes out. I reckon that's an awesome name. 
but they didn't have a great website, they changed their business name, things weren't perfect, but they had a service to offer and they got out there, they got the word around, they did some door knocking, they got their first few customers and then the money started to roll in. After that happens, then you can start fine tuning and tweaking things. So don't worry about it being perfect. You need to get out there and you need to get things happening. Top learning number three, just give it a go. If you guys can take away anything from this podcast, from Open for Business, from the, the messages that I'm trying to get out there and the stories of young people that I'm trying to promote, just give it a go. That's what it's all about. What's the worst that can happen when there is the chance for a huge upside? It really is definitely worth giving everything a go. You don't have to drop everything, depending on what your uh, what your idea is or what you want to get started. But a lot of the time, you don't have to drop everything. Just give it a go. Start one step at a time and see what happens. You never know. It could be something pretty special. And uh, if you do have a business idea, I'd love you to share it with me. Let me know what it is that you want to work on. And if I can help in any way possible, if I can point you in the right direction, if I can hook you up with someone that can help out, then please do get in touch with me. I'd love to help. Love to know what your idea is. Well, that is about a wrap for this episode, episode 21. And uh, All the details from this episode and the links to MyBins and the MyBins Facebook page, which has got some uh, pretty good pictures on there. I'd suggest you check it out. All the links will be in the show notes for episode 21. You can catch the show notes over on the website, openforbusiness.net.au. And uh, yeah, let me know what you think. Feel free to leave a comment in the show notes. I love to get comments. I love to get your feedback. It's a, I want to build a podcast that you guys love and get heaps of value out of. So I need your feedback. I need you to let me know if I'm on the right track or not. I will talk to you guys again next time. I will talk to you on episode 22. Until then, stay motivated, keep working towards your goals, and I will catch you on the very next episode. Thanks and bye for now.